Hello everyone, my name's Caleb Davis. I'm Noah Yenter. And I'm Stallion Blackman. And I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. And this is The Rabbit Trail. Is it? Why is oh everybody boy, scared? we're not Ooh. real excited today, are we? I mean, I'm excited, can't you tell? I yeah, sure can. I'm the epitome of joy. Wow, so are we talking about sarcasm today? <laughs> no, it, it, well, you, we you go so far down, you go back up, and you're like, you're death or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, w- well welcome back, everyone. Facetious. Ah, yes, we were talking about that nice vocabulary word just a little facetious. bit ago. Facetious. Yeah, it means treating serious matters um, uh, as jokes yeah. or being flippant. The serious no, matter another being big word. Uh, yes. this podcast, yeah. which isn't really all that serious. Yeah, it can be. We, we got a little deep last week. That's true. Yeah, and I, th- I liked it a lot. I think it was good. I don't even remember what last week was. That's okay. And I, I looked at Last the list like was, right uh, before this the, episode. The 20th <laughs> through the, or the 14th through the 20th. Very good, Noah. I think. Uh, Sure. Or the okay. 13th well, about through the, 20th? the 19th. He's talking about the dates for he's, last yeah, week. Oh. being facetious or something. Yeah. yeah. English is hard. Better word of the day. I, I How guess many so. times can we get the word facetious into the podcast? Well, you know what? If we're trying, I bet we can get it in there a lot. But how many times can we use it properly? <laughs> That's <laughs> that the real is the question. question. Yeah. Facetious, facetious, facetious. Yeah. You're going to oh. say it so much, it's going to become not a real word to you after some point. It's going to sound weird. So we just had an award ceremony happen recently. Yes. In the, Did we? the art world. The Golden I don't Globes happened not too long ago. Yeah. The was what a week Globes? or two ago. Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Ah, that's better than the Silver Globes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Way better than the Bronze Globes. Dude, I don't ha- I don't silver. even remember the last time we had a nickel globe. Yeah, or the pewter I remember globes. Remember we had nickel yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped on that joke. Ooh. Sad times. Oh, yeah. If only we were being um, facetious. Uh, but anyways, the award season has kind of been met with a lot of controversy um, this year. Um, yeah. Because of Kevin Hart was originally selected to be the Oscars host. Hmm. Um, hmm. But then That's people found old tweets of his that were mm. homophobic. And because he said something like a long time ago, people are like, wow. we shouldn't have this person do anything ever. It's like the thing with and James Gunn? Yeah. yeah. Or the same yeah. with almost anyone who became successful and then realized that late, but when they were younger and less mature that they were mean people sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he backed out. And now they've announced, if, if I remember it, I, I think they officially said they were going to do this was instead of having like n an a uh, host or yeah. a host it's going to be like a bunch of different people doing like different sections of the show oh i don't know if that's officially so confirmed but it's just it's going to be more like huh. the tonys but even then they have a the host the tonys are theater correct yeah so the tonys are the theater awards but oh, sorry go ahead i was just going to say Except i think the golden globes and the oscars are popular and the tonys aren't uh, yeah. It depends oh, on your circle. Well, it depends on your circle. Yeah, the, I know. Generally speaking, the Golden Globes and Oscars are more popular than the Tonys because, generally speaking, people have more appreciation for movies. It's just a bigger medium that reaches mm. more people. Yeah. But if you're into theater, Tonys are huge. Oh, they're, they're like the only thing you care about. Yeah. Unless you also act in movies. But, yeah. um, However, I was yeah. going to say, I think it's interesting that Kevin Hart was going to be the host um, because for the Golden Globes, we had... A- Andy Samberg and um, oh, her last name is O, but I can't remember her first name. Her last name is O. O H. Yeah, 
the, oh. the co- her, his co-host. I'm going to have to look it up right now because that's very it. bad. Um, but so I think <laughs> it's interesting that we had two comedians. And last year, wasn't it Jimmy... Um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Yes, Jimmy Kimmel. Wasn't he the Oscars host last year? Uh, mm, maybe? maybe. He has been, I think, recently. But I, I think, I though, that comedians are in a u- unique position where they are able to... Uh, bond and connect with a group of people very efficiently. Yeah. And that makes them good hosts. That's why a lot of comedians uh, host night shows. Sandra O oh was the co-host oh. on the Golden Globes. Oh, nice. I yeah. don't know who that is. No, I'm neither. That's okay. Um, what, is, what has she done, Caleb, behind I'm gonna, the screen? I'm going to look it up. Cool. Let us know. But yeah, that. I think like a comedian's job is to connect with an audience, and th- that's what you want from a host, so it makes a lot of sense to me. Oh, she's they have in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, She's oh, one of the I know characters. who you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's why they probably have comedians host more often than not. And plus, that's really entertaining. Yeah. Have a last name is O. I just think it's interesting because I feel like o. sometimes we take comedians o. less seriously, o. and I feel like we take like the movie awards more seriously. So I just think it's interesting that. And is it always a comedian? Because I guess I, don't, always, I haven't really but paid I think attention. It's more often, it tends to be people yeah. that are more comedic sure. than less comedic. Okay. I think some of the most popular ones are like uh, Tina Fey and a- Amy uh, Poehler. Sure. Thank you. Um, also, while we're talking about the Golden Globes, yes. I watched the opener for that where Sandra Oh and Andy Samberg were doing like a bunch of jokes and like. They were doing like fake roasts, pretty mm. much, where they just yeah. complimented a bunch of people, and it wasn't funny at all. Oh, that's. Too I bad. was really disappointed because I was like, Andy Samberg is really funny, and I'm like excited for what he's gonna do, but like it just was really flat and felt really forced, mm. at least well, to me. I bet they I'm had sure a lot of criteria because he it. tends to be a little bit more edgy with his comedy, <laughs> yeah. and I bet he has mm. to keep it uh, more on the up and up. Yeah. When was the last time Lonely TV? Island did a song? A while. Um, it would have been, I think, the last time that Justin Timberlake hosted. Probably, um, I think yeah. was the last time that they put out a new Lonely one. Because Lonely Island is Andy Samberg, the guy from Hot Rod that's his brother, and one other guy? Or is it two other guys? I think it's one other. I think it's three of them. Yeah. I don't know. Because they did a lot of edgy stuff that yeah. I yeah. remember. Yeah, that was just kind of who they were. Um. <coughs> well, and they, all, they had all met through Saturday Night Live. I thought they went to high school together. Well, I know that at least two of them were on or writ- wrote for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Andy Samberg and then the other gentleman yep. that's not Justin Timberlake both were uh, <laughs> writers for um, Saturday SNL. Night Live. Yes, Caleb? I don't think I had anything to say. Oh, I you just, just laughed? I was just laughing at what you were saying. Oh, okay. Um, anyways, none of that was actually what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> nice! Um, but, I mean, it's cool. And so I think it was interesting that you mentioned, True like, the comedian stuff. Fashion. Um, yeah. Because uh, Kevin Hart has actually been in a few movies this year, and so it kind of made sense for him to host this year because he's sort of a rising comedian in the film world, Kevin I guess. Kevin Hart? Yeah. He was I would have said, said he rose, that he's being consistently I think cast. right now he's more at a plateau thing. Because yeah, actually, yeah. and actually the, I remember hearing a quote from him that he was saying he wants to be in as many movies and like do as many things as he possibly can because he knows his window is sh- closing. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. He's like, I don't have that much more. I know my, my 15 seconds of fame are almost up, so I'm just mm. grabbing everything that I can while I'm at the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, it, that's it's ironic because that's kind of descending him faster when you because a lot of the movies he's doing aren't very good movies 
but he <laughs> does have a couple movies that are supposed to be very good. Did you guys, you, any of you, see the one that he did with Brian Cranston? It hasn't come out yet, no. but, oh, it's, okay. but it's supposed to be really exciting. It's supposed to be really. Oh, did it just come Friday. out? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it just it looks okay. good, and yeah. it also is really different from most of the stuff that he does. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's based, based on, on a true a story. Untouchables, which is yeah. a, uh, another movie, and that's where he's getting a lot of controversy. Is it is it based on a true story or another movie? I don't know about the true story. I just know okay. it's based. It's like another movie, which is the. I think it actually was based on a true story, which already had a true story movie ba- like based on it. <laughs> it's like a, like <laughs> early two thousands movie. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that one looks pretty good. Uh, that one isn't one I actually wouldn't mind seeing, but. Anyways, what I want to talk about um, is the award season has kind of a second component that people don't really care about other than when it's happening. Yeah. And that is the fashion. Ah. Um, so they always have like red carpet coverage and red carpet ceremonies and yeah. stuff like that. And they always come out with like best and worst dressed. Um, so I will say that I do see a lot of that stuff like the day after mm-hmm. or maybe two days after at the yep. most, like on Snapchat or like Instagram or stuff like that, where they'll yep. be like, see who wore it best at the Oscars or the Golden Globes or whatever. And yeah. then they'll show this some the of their favorite from stuff. The Hunger Games. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit. Yeah. Well, and so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that an eerie similarity? <laughs> well, cause Ooh. that's kind of my question is like, nobody really wears stuff like that anywhere other than there, and at least in church clothes, man. At they least wear their, that ever that again ever again. Either. Yeah, at least in the circles that I run. Because I mean, maybe you know, walking well, down LA, I've actually heard that some that, of the women will sell their dresses to other people. Uh, for like, like I knew that someone sold their dress to a high schooler so she could have a prom dress. Mm. Yeah. Um, and sold, then she would not gave. Which I is mean, sad. It's it was cheap, but yeah. yeah. I mean. It's only like six hundred dollars, dude. Like that's but it's pretty no. standard well, for a dress. Yeah, that's not bad for a prom dress. I mean, but I I'm thinking like fifty bucks or something like that. Like oh, it was like okay. like yeah. she gave it to her for cheap. Yeah. Um, and I know some of them sell them for like charity events and yeah. stuff like that. Because then you have you have the dress that so and so wore to the Oscars, and it's a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I know that they do things with them after they have them. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I yeah. understand what you mean. So I don't know. I just I was just thinking about it because like outside of the red carpet events, I mean, it's not a huge. Is fashion really that big of a thing in today's society? Um. Yeah. I would yes. argue that it is, but in more subtle ways. Mm. Not um, very subtle. Amen. Oh. Well, uh, what do you mean? Yeah. Stein? Go on. I mean, have you seen what people are wearing? What are you meaning by subtle? Because I. With how every, much every money is going yeah. into fashion, I doubt that it's very subtle. And like the way that you perceive someone is almost based solely on appearance, and I, like half of that is your clothes that you wear. So like what I think of someone wearing baggy pants and baggy shirt and like a backwards hat is very different than what I think of someone who is like skinny jeans, bandanas, leather belt, you know. What did you mean by subtle? So what I meant by subtle is that there's not, like, because, I mean, when when you have, like, a red carpet event like that, like, it's literally everyone cares about fashion entirely. Like, that's where the focus is for, like, however long the red carpet carpet thing is. Like, an hour or two hours or however long the thing lasts. And I think the way that fashion is sold to us isn't that hyper-focused on it, but... Because, like, if if you look at, like, ads from, like, Target or something like that or Old Navy, like, yes, they'll sell, you know that they're selling you clothing, but it isn't hyper-focused on it the way that it is at a red carpet Well, I, dis- I disagree because I've even seen, and I don't really follow fashion, like, at all, is 
you'll see like magazine or articles on the internet that say this is what this person wore to this event and blah 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 and then it shows like a picture of it and then it's like the the thought that ooh I need to aspire to be like that person and wear or something it'll be like, like so and so wore this to the beach how can you replicate this da da da, da look you sure. know and like, it, do- it doesn't okay. it doesn't Just stay on the red carpet it, yeah. it goes out Maybe. multiple ways See, I'm here's the thing, though. Because enough. Well, see, the difference, I think, is because it's not just, hey, look, these celebrities are wearing stuff. That's, I think, more of an everyday thing. But, like, how many times have you seen someone be like, oh, my gosh, look at that floor-length red ball gown with a three-foot-long hat. I need to go buy that right now so I can wear it to school tomorrow. I don't hang out with the right crowds who want that. Well, and see, like, that that's what I mean, is, like, I feel like that type of a fashion thing is super like hyper focused like and it doesn't really feel like it matters I too mean, much. Dude, we're talking we're thinking about dresses right now. When you see a guy wearing something that you like on the red carpet, don't you think, "Hmm, I like that. I would love to own something like that." I mean, I go, "That's a nice black suit." Yeah, or <laughs> they're sometimes they're blue. No, they're very much di- different yeah. variances in guy clothing at yeah, these I'll, events. I'll it's not just out. a black suit. Red velvet is and a popular honestly, choice. I think a black suit that's slimmed down and fits a guy really well looks very good. Yeah, but you don't. But how much of that do you equate with? Oh my gosh, this is the suit Matthew McConaughey was wearing. I mean, yeah. If I go in, yeah, and, and if I go into a store looking for a suit that Matthew McConaughey was wearing and mm. I liked, I'll be like, "This was the suit that he was wearing. I want something that's similar to that because I think it looked good on him." Therefore, I think it will look good on me. Yeah. Okay. See, that's interesting. That's just different thing because I'm just like, oh, that's a nice suit. Yeah. Cool. I want a nice suit. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, then there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't think either. I would, like I said. I mean, I was literally just curious because, like, and that's part of the reason they do like the worst and best dress because, like, there are people that wear weird things. Life goals is to be the guy with the cape. So I'm looking up some pictures of men's fashion from the Golden Globes this year, and there's this guy in. He's like in a gray suit with like some kind of floral stuff sewn onto it but then he also has a gray cape oh. with like kind of a bright hot pink on the inside of the lining and he just looks very fabulous he's wearing it very well wow i'm going to um, show Noah the picture turn it around and Jeff. oh my oh <laughs> i'm a fan i now, think that's interesting so here's the question now would you stallion seeing that do you think that looks nice i'm not a fan of capes because I've seen <laughs> the Incredibles. No caps. No caps. Um, <laughs> I know what you gets happened. Yeah, because like, because then like, you see something like, because like that's my my thing is like, other than just being like, that's a nice suit. How many times are people gonna be like, wow, look at that outfit. I want to wear that outfit. Well, yeah, how many times do people have reasons to wear that outfit? He had a reason. He was going to that event. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of like, why would I ever need a pair of steel toed? Why would I ever need a pair of steel toed boots if I wasn't going to be doing construction work or doing something? W- like so you, you know, kick them, they stay down. Yeah, I, I and oh, yeah. <laughs> geez, that's not the answer I was expecting. <laughs> oh, Stallion oh, is very prepared. Wow, um, but uh, well, that's what I mean. Is because like you're gonna wear that suit maybe once, mm-hmm. and yep. if you have a reason to wear it, so how much is it really gonna matter? Because I mean, how many people are gonna be like, oh my gosh, look at that suit? I have four red carpets in the next month. I'm going to yeah, wear it too. We all have special events in our lives that we wear our nice things to, like weddings yeah. or like even the 516. Like you guys wear your nice stuff for that, right? Yeah, that's eh. true. You try to look good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, that's what my question is. Yeah. It's like, you know, how much does sure. this really affect people? You do. Don't give me that crap. No, you wear, I know. I just, you wear nice things. So growing up, I hated dressing nice. 
Um, it's still not my favorite. And I think that looking good and dressing nice are two different things. I don't. I like looking good. I like having my clothes match and my things work out. But like wearing dress pants and a suit, that still is very eh to me. Yeah. Um, but why do we do it though? It's to impress people. Uh, that's not why I do it. I do it because it makes me feel good. I mean, that's a good reason. That's probably the best reason. But at the same time, if you don't like doing it, why do you do it? Because that's what's socially expected of me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and to like impress just, just specifically ladies. Ah, it's uh, like a peacock with tail feathers. Ah, yeah. like that cape that that yeah. guy was wearing. That is <laughs> that's very much the story. <laughs> if you wear that, you will get all the ladies. Yeah. You can put that through the cape. And Interesting. <laughs> I think that this requires a, uh, what is it called? Um, an experiment. I'm being facetious, guys. Come on. Ah, <laughs> he did it. Wah, wah. <laughs> so actually, I would like to pose a question. Yeah. To to well to you guys and also to our viewers. Ooh. Um, Viewer interaction. Would you guys rock a cape? No. no. I already said. Yeah. No. Depe- yeah. Well, I mean, Jeff is going d- it for depends it. on the Do cape wear it and like your what airplane. No, no, no. <laughs> or you will die. I mean, like, I feel like it depends on the reason and what type of a cape it sure. is. Just for fun. Um, if you're bad. Well, I mean, like, oh, you mean just like an everyday? Would I wear a cape? Yeah. Why not? Instead would of you, a coat. Would you be a cloaker? If oh it boy. was nice. <laughs> for, if it, if okay. it was a nice cloak and it was warm, heck yeah, I'll wear anything in Minnesota that's going to keep me warm right. and that looks nice. Like, if it's if it was like a brown leather cloak. For those of our viewers like, who are not students of Northwestern. Uh, cloaker is a colloquial term for uh, people who wear cloaks and hide in trees and then will make noises at people who walk around. Did you know that's not actually how they started, though? No, um, I, they I, actually, well, yeah. The, yeah that's cloaking, what they are well, That's what they've become. But it's the myth. Yeah. Uh, it's the myth. It was actually... <laughs> the legend of the cryptid, cloakers. cryptids. <laughs> how it actually started uh, <laughs> on Northwestern's campus was there was uh, a group in the English department... Um, that started up and wanted to um, examine, I think it was like Shakespeare and other high art um, and Uh. uh, high art forms of literature. Of course. And so what they would do is they would go and they would, you know, (laughs) read books of whatever variety. And they'd hide their books in their cloaks. And it was almost like a secret society type thing. Surprise attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Where they throw the books at people. Uh, Nobody would expect to attack by book. Uh, no one expects book. the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeff. Keep going. No, I, it's, they read books and wore capes. That that's about. That the doesn't explain the capes. Did though. They Why did they have the capes? It was just a because part of. High it, it's art a book club with it, it, it was something that set them apart. It was something yeah. that they could. It was like almost a rite of passage in the English department was to be like invited See, I thought into they this just group. Really like Lord of the Rings. That's well, I mean, a lot of them probably do too, but. That's I mean, high art. Yeah, I mean, Tolkien is a very good writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah, not not according to everyone. Yeah, there's actually a. a well, you you can find anyone that will disagree with someone about something. It's true. Felicity, I disagree with that. See? <laughs> <laughs> Felicity. That was facetious. Um, is in a fiction class right now, and the yeah. person who teaches that is like, Tolkien isn't that good. I didn't like The Hobbit at all. Yeah, well, and like that's Which the other thing is fine. like you're, you can disagree. You're with, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. N- no, no, you're fine because I mean, like that's the, that's where a lot of <laughs> a lot of opinions on art um, comes from <laughs> comes Invalid. from your own personal opinion. Facetious. And so, like, if you think, <laughs> oh my gosh, so like if you think a book like The Hobbit is yeah. bad, you're probably more likely to think this is not a good author than if, wow, this book was really, really good. This author is great. Yeah. 
But yeah. I mean, no, sorry. What were you gonna say, Stein? You can disagree with. You cannot think someone a book is good, but still know when they are a good writer. Well, you can. Yeah. 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 But and I think one thing that makes that really hard is how subjective a lot of art is, um, because you can have within one piece of art, book, song, movie, act, uh, play, or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you can have a hundred reasons to like it and a hundred reasons to dislike it. Mm-hmm. And they can, they can all be really there, mm-hmm. and then it can just be a matter of opinion on which things are more important to you. Yeah. And so you can have two people who both appreciate, who will both proclaim to appreciate good art, yeah. read The Hobbit, and one of them will say it's a piece of trash, and the other one will be like, this is probably one of the best contemporary pieces of fiction that we have yeah so that raises the question can you be good at art or is all art subject subjective um i think a lot of the quote-unquote goodness of arts comes to technical ability more so because like you you can argue that someone is a bad writer if they don't know how to spell if they use <laughs> poor Me. grammar Me. Um, and if they don't what understand if story structure what if it's just you're a big long poem? <laughs> then you're probably a modern art person. <laughs> but or that's what I'm saying. That is still well, a okay, kind so of art. There's still a difference though of using bad spelling and poor grammar artistically rather than just not knowing how to use s- proper spelling and grammar because someone who someone who would call that art would do it on purpose not because they don't know how to do it but because they know how to do it and want to do it wrong for an artistic reason okay so it's more of a it's a style choice versus ignorance yes yeah because i i think you can have ignorant artists who don't know what they're doing and then they can even be good without knowing it like they just put something out and people are like wow this is really good and i think it's really expressive and has good color and stuff but they can be like oh i was just kind of throwing stuff down i don't know why it's good yeah but because yeah. because that's why I'm saying it, it comes a lot more down to technicality, because then you can you would say a bad songwriter is someone who doesn't understand key or pitch kind of a thing. So it's not necessarily that they're that they're doing things off key be, to be artistic, but it's, they don't understand what being on key means. Would you call them an artist, though? If they if they don't know what they're doing, would you call them an artist or are they just a mess? Well, I. I was What's talking more about the thing that they're making Product. and less about them. That's what I'm saying bad art would be. Mm. Oh, so oh, I, was, I, I was see. What I got, because I got the question you. Noah yeah, was yeah. asking, can art be good? Mm-hmm. And I was saying that, like, <clears throat> as far as, like, I think most of the distinguishing factors for good versus bad comes down to technical factors. So then in that instance, I would point you to sort of the more modern art realm. Yes. Where the art is much more subjective. Yeah. So like one of the most famous statues of mm-hmm. the modern art movement is a urinal. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole piece. Yeah. Would you consider that good art? Um, I wouldn't, but see here, that that's why I was making the distinction of technicality. Mm-hmm. The reason that it is not, that to, that I don't consider it good art mm-hmm. isn't because that person doesn't understand technique. Mm-hmm. Because they more than likely they do understand technique and mm-hmm. they have a they have an artistic reason for why they're making the urinal mm-hmm. as their sculpture mm-hmm. and they would be able to explain that to you or maybe they wouldn't because they want it to be subjective yeah but they have their own personal reason mm-hmm. and i would disagree with that personal reason but i can't argue that they understand 
how to sculpt a urinal. Yeah. Because but obviously there was technique that went into it. Then yeah. And they, d- they did it well. But, kind of thing. but that doesn't answer the question of whether or not it's good art. That just says that you can't argue with I it. I don't think that it's good, mm-hmm. but not because of the... Like, once you meet the, the factors of do you understand technique and are you trying to make things artistically, mm-hmm. I think at that point it passes as good. And then after that, it's do I like it or not? So my question then would be, as a subjective medium, is there a is there something that can be good? Because you think it's bad, but if Noah thinks it's good, either it's the freaking best. Like, <laughs> like thanks, Noah. Um, is, I love urinals. One million dollars. Like, who is right? It's subjective. Right. So, yes. how do you know whether it's good or art or not? Is that kind of what you were asking? Yeah. So, like, because so, like I think yeah. there's a difference between being able to see okay that painter's got really good brush strokes that's a good piece of art versus that's a two-year-old with finger paint yeah that's not the same skill well, then level what, yeah so but at the but same time what, then you have to ask what is the purpose of art the purpose of art is to have an emotional reaction if you have an emotion emotional reaction to trash that can still be art is that the only purpose of art though i think it's a purpose i wouldn't say it's the only one no but i think that that's to convey a message, and often that message is emotional, even if it is talking about something else, so it is then, an emotional message. So then I'll ask you, are portraits art then? Because they don't They are ha- conveying emotion. Are they? I don't yeah. think All they the have time. to, though. I think they should. But what if they don't? What if that's purposely? not the intent? So what like if it's literally it? just, I want a picture painted of me, don't worry about emotion, just paint me? Then that is a lack of emotion. I would say is still emotion. But I, but I think that's not a that's not a factor that's going in when the artist paints it or when the person asks for it to be painted. But like the that's lack not of the it is still conveying it. emotion. Okay. Yes. Does that but, make sense? But what I'm saying is, <laughs> no. What I'm saying though is it doesn't matter to anyone who's involved in the painting. Yeah. The emotion isn't the focus of that painting. So what I would argue is that but just saying an emotional response to something doesn't qualify it as art. But Caleb, the fact that they're saying that emotion doesn't matter to this piece is making it emotional. Taking emotion out of something or having a lack of emotion is... So Stallion, what do you think about art? It's whatever people want it to believe. I don't, I don't know. There you go. That's my kind of answer. It's all subjective. Boom! That's my boy. So in your opinion, do you think there is a measurable definition of what good art is? Or do you think it's just kind of up to each individual beholder? I mean, to me, I think I, know, I think I know what good art is. But to someone else, my definition of art might not be the same as someone else's. So It is all based on happy points. <laughs> this art gives me 17 happy points. Congrats. Well, because I, I think the question <laughs> that I... <laughs> That was facetious. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think the the question that I'm trying to not just come out and say I'm just going to ask, um, do you think you can appreciate someone's art as good even if you personally don't think it is good? Yeah, and that, I think that's why I was trying to focus on technique before and understanding of technical ability as a definition of good art more mm. so than whether or not I, th- I like it. Because, like, be- because it's all subjective. Mm-hmm. Th- and you can't really say that this piece of art is better or worse than another piece of art. I can say I like it for this reason, and I think in this particular aspect, it communicates this thing better than this 
one. But as a whole, I can't say it's better. I can say I like it better because it focuses on this thing that I like. Mm-hmm. But uh, and that, that's why I tried to say that technical um, understanding is more the measuring line of good versus bad. I can understand where you're coming from from that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you guys I think so? Yeah. You're just using a lot of words to say it. And so <laughs> I'm like, what? But I get what you're saying. And I don't necessarily think that that's the one all limiter either. Well, I think that's kind of the consensus that we're coming to is that there isn't one one all. I just think it's limiter. funny that someday when humans are our dead. humans are dead and then the new humans come, they'll see a giant You mean the robots. <laughs> and they'll be like, robots oh my are the gosh, they were huge. And, then that's, <laughs> and that's what I find funny. So Someday yeah. robots will look back yeah. at historic or think art. it's like a religious shrine or something. <laughs> yeah. They're like, geez, well, I mean, that's, that's everybody we, had one of these in their house. These guys worshipped toilets. Well, that's, that's what they do with the Statue of David is they just look at it and they're like, really? That's how, that's how it is? And then... That, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, that was a bad joke. I'm well, sorry. that's kind of funny though that you mentioned that because it kind of makes me think of how like historians look at stuff from times yeah. we weren't around, mm-hmm. and you know, um, I remember in high school we were looking at like ancient Samaria and stuff like that, and yeah. <laughs> how there were like household sets of idols, mm-hmm. and I'm always kind of like, are you sure they weren't just toys? My yeah. favorite, like, my favorite thing. Uh, is yeah. they found graffiti in the city of Pompeii that was preserved. <laughs> and it's things like, so-and-so pissed on this wall. Yeah. I had sex with your wife. Like, oh. just Jeez. really blatant things that you yeah. would totally mm-hmm. expect to hear today. And it's just like, wow, people haven't changed at all. I like yeah. the theory, there's a theory, I don't know why I heard this, but there's a theory that the Egyptians actually didn't worship cats. It's just our, it's like their... Wallpaper? Their wallpaper, or yeah. they're like internet meme yeah their yeah. meme back then <laughs> how stupid would it be if a cat had <laughs> they, a head? <laughs> they just thought that cats were funny and they just wrote drew pictures of them yeah but instead like us and the internet like it's <laughs> <laughs> were just memes in ancient egypt but since we can't really read hieroglyphics all that well they're like oh it's their worship they worship them yeah well see that's the other thing too is like no one speaks hieroglyphics you no. know no and you so it's egyptian so like how much of it is you know, just like, oh no, you know, I bet this drawing of wheat probably has something to do with a field. When it could have literally <laughs> just been somebody being like, you know what, I want to draw a field on this wall. <laughs> yeah. and, and like, it's, you know, like, this is a prophecy about floods. And someone was really like, no, I just like art. Just and imagine I just really s- like this view. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine if we spoke hieroglyphics. Cat peeing on a wall. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Beetle man face sleeping boy. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because, like, that's one thing that I feel like is just weird in general about, like, ancient things. Because yeah. so much of it is we just kind of speculation. Really yeah. Not I think part of the thing with hieroglyphics that makes it easier to speculate about it being a way of communication is the repetitive nature and yeah. like the patterns yeah. that you can find in it. But I agree, there are some things that you can look at it. You can be like, I bet this is some really complex like it's like actually it was it was just a toy. Like yeah. or this was actually the toilet and you think it's a shrine to like yeah, some right. sort of god or something, but literally this was their urinal. And yeah. it, like that's yeah. just what it is. I mean I sit down at the urinal every day. So. <laughs> you oh. sit in the urinal? Oh. Oh. I am never just get down on your knees and <laughs> I get down on my <laughs> touch your forehead to the front of it. And, oh no. Um, no 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 I like no. to kiss the water sometimes. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's great. My God leaves little mints. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh man. man um you oh, know geez. uh because like I, i'm thinking <laughs> about other like ancient things so like stonehenge yeah. 
Yep. Like, what if there was literally some old English guy that was just like, I want to make an art installation. Yeah. <laughs> and or people are like, this is some deep religious circle where aliens came. Or something. Yeah, you know. Like they like, played basketball there. Yeah. Or I think the craziest thing about that is trying to figure out how they did it. And I yeah, honestly believe that ancient people were smarter than we are today. I think God was just playing with us. Like, Bill stumped. <laughs> he stumped over this for years. <laughs> it's actually just a natural thing. It is like, oh, weird. Crazy. Hey, Gabriel, what do you what do you want to make? I want to make an island that has a bunch of giant human heads made of rock. <laughs> on it. Okay, sure. So, okay. stay away from him. Did so you know crazy. that the rest, Did you know that Easter Island heads have bodies buried under yeah. the ground? Yeah, they're literally full statues. Oh, yeah. that's scary. They're, I yeah. don't think the bodies are like huge or no, anything. No, no, it's it's very uh, like tribal in design. Yeah, but um, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, no, they have bodies that are buried under the ground, and that's why they so seldom move. Is yeah. because like two thirds of it is underground, yeah. and then only the top third is above. So it's very easy for them to withstand wind and rain and whatnot. So I have a question for you guys. Okay, always um, le- project like thousands of years into the future okay and there are some historical robots that are looking back on 2019 or 2018 whatever our time period yeah what would they think was was our like what would they think we like worshipped and stuff based on (laughs) dresses no so the color changing dress (laughs) well here's the question um this is a clarifying question because I need those. Sure, um, yeah, that's fine. Are you assuming that something happens to our culture so like our, all our mess- all our ways of passing things down of what they actually are stops? Because otherwise uh, because, they could just Yeah, they could just be like, history. wow. Yeah, there's, yeah. Let's that that assume that there's a radical change so that the way Robots. that we do things now becomes completely obsolete. Okay. No okay. one does it this way anymore. Do you think there'll be a future where... People think Trump is a good leader. Robots. Possibly. I think we live Ro- in that future. There are people currently that think he's a good leader. Well, I just mean like well, the but majority, no, I mean, like, though. In history books. Oh, Basically, oh, like Washington. Because, like, you know, when we look back on people like Stalin and Hitler, like, yeah. we, we can be like, oh, yeah, That's they were the bad, bad guys. guys. Yeah. But, like, if there was, like, a history book where everyone has decided Trump you. was the best thing for America. Depends on who thing. wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's history true. is subjective, just like art. Nice. Let's not go back to that. That was really Oof. argumentative. Also, robots didn't will get destroy anywhere. us. Elon uh, Musk says so. So, what was your question, Caleb? What 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 do we so think things would be? Project thousands of years into the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are looking back on our time period. Robots are looking back. How d- how do they interpret what we're doing? Uh, Menial. I mean, how do we look at other people and what they did? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. How did they ever survive like that? You know, probably. how did they survive when they had to churn their own butter? <laughs> I, I like to think that they would think that all of our sports stuff wasn't like revered <laughs> in the same way it's that it trials. was like that's how yeah, we decided who lived. Like it was either that or it was like more like gladiatorial combat where it was like yeah. they made these people fight each other in this giant ring and it had something to do with this 40,000 people yeah. watched yeah, every like year. The, the losers <laughs> die, you know like what if three yep. people died. Yeah. What if they thought concussions year. were actually like penalties. Yeah, like, like or, playing football or, or stuff with yeah. the losers. If they looked back and they thought that like sports were a form of slavery because yeah. like you can say mm-hmm. that there's a predominant like Yeah. And uh, like, please don't misinterpret this as racist. But in a lot of sports, the predominant type people group in it is African American. Not hockey. Yeah. It, you, okay. You be, yeah. yeah. But basketball, football, particularly. That's because hockey is a rich sport. That is very true. It's a lot harder to get into playing hockey. Same with golf and 
Uh, well, oh, you one said of that's rich. And those are all the white? Yeah, rich. Or witch. And I was like, well, so, witch? Oh, no. But, <laughs> witch but like, sport. Like, but what? like, would yeah. they look back and be like, witch. oh, man, they forced <laughs> they forced these marginal people groups to entertain them. Yeah. And then they killed Dance. the yeah. losing team every year, like, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, I like to think that there's probably going to be some sort of speculation of that. Because, I, mean, uh, I mean, like, kind of how we look back at, like, the Coliseum and yeah. stuff like that. Now, we have, obviously, more actual historical knowledge of what went on. But, you know, assuming that they get cut off i mean they look back they'll find remnants of you know our stadiums and be like oh you know i wonder what that is and i mean there's tunnels and stuff under there they'll yeah. have our ruins on mars to look at well do you think yeah. to go back to caleb do you even think that they'll have a do you think race will be a thing Ooh. i don't know will uh, they even again, know what again that a lot of that depends on who's in control robots mm-hmm. there is only because one master race actually here's the thing one thing that already is happening robots. is that Particularly in America, whites are becoming less do- less and less dominant as a people group. Like, I think it's within the next 50 years, they won't be the majority anymore. Like, yeah. European Americans won't be the majority in America anymore. That's, yeah, that's Which I'm, I'm, I mean, that's, so what I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with. Oh, oh, oh like I got you. Race. I thought you were just saying that. <laughs> I was like, within okay. Within the next 50 <laughs> years, even, there will be a dramatic yeah. change, change in the way in that we And how race. we look at race, because yeah. there won't be so much of a difference. Yeah. And so, like, thousands of years in the future, maybe there won't be, so, maybe everyone will just be a mutt. And, like, well, literally, no, we'll there'll sh- be robots or cyborgs oh at the very okay, well, well, at least all of the people that get enslaved by the cyborgs. Well, they're, they're you think cyborgs are dumb enough to enslave? Well, there, there are two things that can happen. We could either like get rid of racism, or we can start a new brand of racism. Yeah, like it would change robots. and grow. Sure, yeah, actually. like That's fr- that's the a premise uh, of iRobot or Blade Runner. Or Blade yes. Runner, yeah. Part yeah. of yeah, why Blade it depends Runner's on really who's big. in power, because one thing that has been consistent about racism through the years is it's really more about power and mm-hmm. who gets to hold it. And that's because... One technique of holding on to your power is to divide the people who are under you. Yep. And yeah. that way, and that's why. What better way than to divide it on race? Because then yeah. people hold originally, on to that for well, centuries. Yeah. Originally, a race, uh, white plantation owners would tell poor white farmers or poor white uh, civilians that they were better than the African American slaves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simply because they knew that if both groups were like, hey, wait a second, this is being good. treated unfairly and there's yeah. five hundred of us and only two of them. Yeah. yeah, that they would literally just overthrow them. Yep. And so they learned that, hey, we can make them think they're better than them and then those two groups will fight. So really what I'm saying is we should all just be really mad at rich people. Well and also Yes. Well, well <laughs> no I no because <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean well racism is a weird thing because it's a socially is created it? problem but oh. slavery is different than racism yes well slavery so, isn't wasn't originally about race no 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 and so i feel but like it's about the, power yeah right. and right. that's where that like correlation has happened because at least here you know that sort of slavery because of how like rich plantation owners and stuff kind of handled that um, it kind of became that sort of it racism thing. Into racism. Yeah, but it didn't like start out that way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I don't know. It's a weird correlation there because it's 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 more. It was more of a power thing because yeah. like you look back at like ancient Greece and stuff like that. It was the race. It would just be like the cities that conquered the other cities would yep. make slaves. But out of even those then, the slavery was very different, and it was much more. It was more of like a servant and less yeah. of like. Well, we aren't barely gonna feed you. 
Like well, you were expected I mean, to like take care of your slaves. I mean, it, yeah. yes, but it also depends on. They where also you're did abuse too, them too. Oh, you know, it, it's it's different. And I'm not justifying. It's like we've been saying. I'm not saying it's okay. It's subjective because there's some family. Like I, I'm thinking of ancient Greece, where some slaves were so respected that they mm-hmm. got wel- welcomed in, welcomed into the family that they mm-hmm. were serving. Yeah, and, and then there's other ones like the Hebrews in Egypt who were yeah. destroyed yep. basically because. Yeah. Uh, the pharaoh was afraid of their people. Yeah, well, and there's and even different types of slaves too. Because I mean, yes. like gladiators were all technically slaves. Yes, yeah. but a lot mm. of them chose to fight. To yeah, I mean, a, yeah, a lot of them yeah. did that, but they yeah. were still no. You know, nowhere slaves. do I think is slavery good, but no, I do think no. there are different levels of slavery, and mm. I think yes. that just because of how prom- prominent America is, that has become the uh the the visual visual yes. aid of slavery nowadays in our present time mm-hmm. and well it was like one of the it was one of the last major places to have like right. a majority of its workforce as uh, a slave yeah. right. and when you think of slavery you think of plantations and yeah yeah african american people being subjected to slavery mm-hmm. and so that's where it's like it's changed a lot from its it's always been about as you said controlling yeah. people and yep. showing your power yep Yep, but as Noah said, there are different levels of it, and def- like it was definitely more violent and cruel than yeah. some other types. Also, <laughs> we are four white men talking about racism, so that's kind of funny. Oh, I mean, I'm technically I'm Jewish, so I'm from the south. So. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, right, right, Raggy. Moving on. Well, this the is, is the last episode of the Rabbit Trail. because <laughs> well, like, because like, that's one thing for me is. Because like my my family does not practice um, any sort yeah. of Jewish religion has not for a long time, but um, my uncle who is actually it's funny because he's married into the side that is Jewish he his family is not Jewish but like they escaped Nazi Hungary yeah in a hay cart oh that's dope um, well and like not his, dope. Uh, his yeah. I think I can't remember what his, his what nothing oh I, I didn't really hear what you said um, uh, like, I can't remember if his his uncle or his dad actually got stabbed in the leg in the yeah. hay cart. Nice. Um, like the oh, because the Nazis they were, took like a pitchfork yeah, and they actually got him in the leg. But th- like the they like cover his mouth and they were like, "Yo, Grandpa, don't talk." Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what happened, but yeah, he got stabbed in the leg. But the like hay washed all the blood off of the pitchfork when they pulled it out, so they didn't find him. Oh, um, and so his family got out. Um, but it's just wow. it's weird to me to think about that because it's like if that hadn't happened, then like my uncle wouldn't be here. Um, yeah. And like being of like Jewish heritage, like way up the tree again, you know, it's very small now in me. Um, but like thinking about that, where it's like even that little amount, you know, put my family back and in a different part of the world, you know, yeah. 60 years ago, 70 years ago, whatever For the sure. math works out to be. And it's like, you know, they, my family could have been one of the families that were rounded up, even though yeah. it's, you know, that much, yeah. you know. And another thing to go off of what you were saying, Noah. Um, I think the fact that we're a part of what has been the dominant group yeah. doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk about slavery. No, but it's we have a very limited view of what that is like. Yeah, yeah. That's more what I was referring to. Not that we shouldn't be talking about it, but okay, that we're okay. talking about it in a very uh, one-sided view sure, of what okay, that okay. issue is about. <clears throat> I got you. Yeah, none of us are Greek. It's true. That or was, that, was, that was supposed <laughs> to be. That was a joke. That was because there was never mind. 
Cool. Um, actually, <laughs> the <laughs> Greeks really hate America. Did you get Relieve my, hung- the my tension. Did you get my Nazi hungry joke? I actually didn't even hear what you oh, said. You said uh, he left Nazi hungry, and I'm like, you should have fed him, Jeff. And oh, I like, hey, <laughs> I, I was. And all uh, jokes are better explained. So. I got you. I no, it's I true. didn't even the hear you. The best jokes are the ones that you have to explain. And here's why. Anyway, horrible people. We should probably start wrapping up now. Okay. Um, oh, Jeff, you want to walk us through yeah. the episode here? It was a very combative episode, and, and I was not expecting just that. Weird. <laughs> we were just all over the place. I blame the fact that the now robots. You, no, I was gonna blame the fact that you got a switch, and now everybody's hopped up on like That's excess true. Smash Brothers energy. Wanting to play Smash <laughs> right now. <laughs> like my goodness, when you two were child, you two were going right. at it about art, and I was just sitting here, and I just looked over at Stallion. And he looked like he wanted to die because he was just <laughs> like, "I don't care." I, I'm not gonna lie. When you guys were talking about it, and I just, it's such I, a I literally just zoned out. I was like, "I." This I'm is sorry, Stallion. Oh, it's I, okay. It's fine. No, I but just, it's a very pretentious conversation because it, it doesn't matter. Facetious. <laughs> indeed, sir. Indeed. And with uh, that, Jeff, yeah. please walk us through the episode. Uh, so if we that list <laughs> does not have facetious on it. I will have a. <laughs> I can cow. mispronounce fashion and um, <laughs> facetious. Uh, so we started talking. Of, actually, we kind of did start talking about facetious and big words. Um, but then we uh, started talking about the Oscars. Uh, we talked about that a little bit in some of the uh, controversy. The no, we d- well we, we started with the Golden Globes, Kevin but then we talked about the Oscars, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so the stuff going around with that um, that led us to kind of talking a little bit about fashion um, and kind of Capes. whether or not that actually Nuts. has carries any weight from like award shows and stuff like that. We didn't really get to we didn't really come to any sort of answer with a lot of on things almost today. all of the topics. Um, other than if you s- have other an than answer, let us know because yeah, we're give trash. Us your, yeah, literally the only thing we came to today was the word facetious. <laughs> yeah, the word facetious <laughs> and that slavery is bad. That's what and we racism. got out of today. You guys, and racism. revolutionary. Um, <laughs> you so, heard it here first. Yeah, so we talked about fashion, then that led us into talking facetious. about art and what really could is there good art? Is it all subjective? Which we just kind of went around the bend and was all like, oh. Um, which <laughs> no, Caleb, you're wrong. Which Caleb, you I probably am. You will have to listen because I don't know if you could tell, but like listening back, like I was kind of like wanting to scoot away from the table <laughs> a little bit with how much was it you do. I was kind of uncomfortable. I didn't feel that tense. I didn't yeah. feel. Oh, te- okay. See, me and Caleb are both the least. Anu- con- well, we're both comfortable with confrontation. I feel like with each other yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so like. I, I just—I mean, listening. me and Caleb. Yes, Stallion so. was not there. <laughs> so, yeah. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so. I, I, I get—I get what you're saying because, like, we w- were starting to get sure. a little bit loud and expressive. But I think that was less about. It wasn't an angry thing. No, 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 I think it was more about trying to convey myself and being frustrated that I couldn't <laughs> because I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say either. So, but like I wanted to be clear well, and Caleb, understood. How the heck am I supposed to figure out what you're trying to <laughs> yeah, say? I, you don't even know. I'm sorry, Stallion. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, we should actually we should go back and <laughs> we should go back and listen because it's like it was like you and Noah getting yeah. building, 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 then a slight pause because Noah was thinking, and I just went. Stallion, what are your <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> um, but then uh, after we heard Stallion's thoughts, uh, then we started talking about old things, um, so like hieroglyphics and stuff like that, which yeah. then Caleb then asked about um, what in the it, future, like if you went to the future, over. what would that look like, you know, for them looking back? And I made a joke about like them misinterpreting sports, and then yep. that somehow got us to slavery. And That uh, was my fault. The, the, that, there we go. That, that was... A very what a ride. I'm oh. sorry, guys. I'll take at least Ooh. 50% of the responsibility for, <laughs> for what a weird, crazy, n- non 
joint or disjointed. There's a reason why I blanked well, out Caleb, and that was part of it. <laughs> well, it wasn't disjointed though. Everything like yeah, it was it one conversation. It just didn't go anywhere <laughs> or accomplish anything. Does it have to? No. That's why it's a rabbit trail. Conversation is more fun when you take the rabbit trail. Yeah, well, and nice. it's a lot, confusing. a lot louder too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of these are true. Anyways, yeah. let's go ahead and wrap things up here. My name's Caleb Davis. I guess that makes me Noah Ginter. And I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. Blackman. And this has been The Rabbit Trail. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week. How many times do you think I can say facetious in the next 30 seconds? Enough to get rid of the rest I'm of our audience. I'm not going to keep it going for 30 <laughs> seconds. You know, yeah, as soon facetious, as you start, facetious, he's just going to stop the episode. Facetious.